I don't like wasting a day. And when I would have too much to drink, I would have a headache the next day. I would be groggy. I'd want to have a nap. I felt like crap. There was nothing I wanted to do. I was probably miserable to my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be honest. And all I wanted to do was go to bed by seven o'clock. And I just, I'm like, I look at everything that I want to accomplish in my life and the things that I want to do with my family and myself and like my business. And like, I don't want to waste a day on the couch feeling like garbage. Totally. So that's just like, that's just like a thing. Like, I just feel like, oh, I'm over that. Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Shana, so happy to have you here. Thank you for stepping in at last minute. I love it. I'm happy to be back on your podcast, my friend. Yeah, this is so fun because I think the last time when you came on, um, we talked business, we talked about all the things that you've went through to get to where you are and how you're helping people now. And uh, I thought it'd be really fun to have you on the show here today because you are now also a client of mine. And so I thought we could talk all about health and how you made the decision to put Mm -hmm. your health first, to help you amplify your business and your life. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And it's funny, it's been on my mind to want to do this. And like, I've done some other things in the past, um, health wise, just to kind of get an assessment as to where I actually was, you know, I think there's something about entering into your mid forties, you know, you're kind of start thinking about like, you know, your longevity, there's like these things that kind of go on in your brain. Cause I think when we're younger, we just think we're going to live forever. Our bodies just heal faster or something. But as I've been getting older, you know, my knees are sore and like, I'm tired. I'm not sleeping the way I should be. And I'm kind of like, okay, I still haven't hit my peak yet for where I want to be like financially in my business. Like, am I going to be able to be, am I going to be healthy enough to enjoy all that stuff when I get there? And so it was kind of like, all right, now is the time that I need for me. I knew what I needed was accountability because I've learned things. I've done tests. I've taken, you know, certain vitamins and done certain things. But I think the biggest thing for me was accountability for some of the bigger health things that I really wanted to switch. Yeah. I think that's so true because looking back and, and just like, I remember our first consultation and, and me just looking at you, I knew you were quote unquote healthy. I knew that you, you make healthy decisions often. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's, a, it is a part of your life already, but there's obviously there was like this piece that you wanted to level up because the millionaire Shana would have these certain things you would, yeah. you know, you'd feel, 
you'd, you'd feel a certain way you'd have certain habits. And so, uh, so that's where it's cool that we got to, um, combine this and work, work together to help you achieve that. Well, and it's, there's two things. So there's two things that, um, I did. So the first thing was, is after, and I'll be totally honest because I'm sure there's people in your audience who probably go through this as well. I was somebody who used wine or alcohol as, um, a thing to help me reduce stress, a thing to help me just feel good when I was having a shitty day, something to look forward to, especially over quarantine for a Friday night. It's like, Oh, I get to have wine tonight. Cause it's Friday. Like it was like a treat. It was like a, a reward almost for myself. And I knew my subconscious knew that wasn't a good road to be going down. And it wasn't like we drank every night of the week, but you know, there was, you know, wine happening on a Tuesday night sometimes. And then for sure on the weekends, And I would wake up the next morning after having a glass or two of wine and I always feel foggy. I didn't really sleep that well. And you do that enough times over and over, as well as, you know, thinking about my millionaire self, like she doesn't do that. There was like a a conflict. There was like a, there was like a resistance that was happening. I was doing this bad habit, but there was something that was telling me that this was not right. This didn't fit. And so I remember messaging you on Voxer that morning when I wasn't feeling that great because I'd had too many glasses of wine. And I just was like, I'm done with this. Like, I just need, I need someone to help me just figure out, you know, how to replace this with something better, but also keep me accountable to it. And so that was the first thing I did. And then the second thing was, I was just like, how much is it? And you told me how much it was. And I didn't hesitate. I just went to my computer and I paid the bill because I knew if I let my ego or my you know, habitual ways of thinking, think about it for too long. I would have talked myself out of it, told myself I didn't need it. And I would be no farther ahead. And I'm curious, I haven't asked you this question, but since we're, we're like a month and a bit into this already, and Mm -hmm. you have changed quite a few things and you are seeing a lot of results. Would you say that it's worth it so far? Oh, a hundred percent. Like it's funny because it takes a while before some of these habits, as you shift them to sink in. So I have a tracker, as you know, I've showed you my tracker yes. and I put an X every day that I don't have wine and, or I don't have alcohol every day that I, you know, do my movements and, and meditate and all that stuff. And so I am 11 days with no alcohol and 10 days straight of meditation, which is a big one that we talked about also. And as well as, you know, I'm not doing my workouts every day, but walking every day at minimum. So every day that it's taken a little while to start to really feel the effects, but I can say without a doubt, the last two nights I've had solid sleeps, no waking up in the middle of the night, which I haven't even told you that yet. Um, last night and, and the night before I woke up both mornings going like, I felt like, you know, those sleeps where you feel like you didn't move. You're yeah. just like, I feel like I woke up in the same place and I went to bed. That hasn't happened for me in a long time. I'm somebody who wakes up in the night. It's like, I look at the clock. It's like, oh, it's only 1.30. Okay, I get to go back to sleep. Oh, it's only three. I get to go back to sleep. And I haven't had that in the last two nights. So- oh my God. I am like cheering you on seriously because that's the thing. It's not just like one thing. You've made a few like little shifts. Like, yeah. And I wouldn't say they're even that crazy drastic. Like it wasn't, ha- it wasn't crazy hard for you because we slowly adapted these things as yeah. the weeks went on. Yeah. But all those things, cause I, I don't want to say it's just the alcohol or just the meditation. Yeah. Like, it's like, you've done a bunch of stuff. So that's so cool. Amazing. Well, yeah. And I, I mean, for the people who are listening, it's, you know, I know it seems like overwhelming. It's like, oh, I got to do this and this and take, get rid of this and, you know, all these things. 
I was ready for a lot of these things, you know, so I'm taking on, you know, a few extra habits and switching on a few more habits than maybe I could have a year ago, but I feel like I was just really ready for this shift in my health. And um, so it's allowed me, I think, to be able to tackle more things. Like I'm taking it a lot more seriously. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like there are, there, it wasn't like it, you know, and, and the other thing I think it is, is we didn't stop doing one thing and it was more like we just replaced things. So the habit of doing, you know, the habit of drinking something at night is still there. I just don't drink wine. I drink kombucha, yep. you know, so there's it, that made it a lot easier too, for a lot of the things that we switched. You know what last night? Um, so I have my kombucha to kombucha too in a wine glass. I love it yeah. to be a little fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and last night, Sarah wanted to get involved because she sees me doing this and she sees it's fun and she knows that it's a healthy drink, but she doesn't like kombucha. And so we did watermelon water. So you like, oh. you just blend up watermelon. Like it's, it's so much fun for her too. You feel fancy. It's special, but she's not seeing me drink alcohol. And I love that. So later on in life, she's gonna be like, Ooh, I want to have a fancy drink, but it doesn't have to have alcohol in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too, right? Like I have teenagers in my house and I'm like, what am I sharing? What am I showing them? That when you're stressed, you get food for the wine. Like that was something that I was just like, I had to wake up to the fact that that was actually something that I was, was demonstrating, you know, and, um, and I'm not like, you know, it's uh, no shame, no, nothing like that is just where I was. And that's just what I was doing. And, and it's, it's just, you know, now it's time to make the shift. And my kids saw me make the shift. Like the day that I messaged you, actually not the day that I messaged you, because this was after. I had still been drinking wine. Um, when we first started, it was after new year's where I was just like, all right, I'm done. I dumped everything in our house. My kids watched me dump it all. My, my daughter's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know what? I'm just done with this. Like I'm reading this book, which we can share the book that you shared with me about alcohol. I don't like what I'm hearing about it. And I like, was just honest with her, you know, about what I was doing. And she was like, hmm. her first thing was, okay, yeah, right. We'll see how long that lasts. She was, you know, as a joke, but I'm, feeling really solid about my decision right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to ride it out as long as I can for sure. And it's not that you can't ever drink again, but I'm curious when you first started, I don't remember alcohol being like the main part of the conversation. I remember you just being like, I just want to feel better. And you know, you had a few things that you thought of, but was it, did you really think to yourself, like, I want to get rid of alcohol. I don't want to have it at all anymore. Um, I don't know if it was go like 11 days without having any. Yeah. Well, you know, to me, I'm like in in my, my rational brain goes like, Shana, that's crazy. Of course you go 11 days without drinking. Like what, you know, like, but what it was more the reasons why I was choosing the alcohol. That is more the reason why I wanted to get rid of it is for now is I want, like I said this to you in the beginning, when we first started, I want to be in control. I don't want the situation to control my decisions and I wanted to be in control of my decisions. Cause when I look at my million dollar self, like as a millionaire running a multi-million dollar company, I need to, you know, I need to be of sound mind. I need to be healthy. I need to be able to make clear and good decisions. Uh, I want to act from a place of, of clarity and just being that, that person. And I felt like when I was having a glass of wine or two a night, I just wasn't, I woke up the next day, not feeling like that person. I felt groggy and I had a bit of, you know, brain fog. And, and since reading the book, um, 
learning about how alcohol actually works in your system and you know what's actually going on there that made me open my eyes up even more so it it wasn't like I started because I wanted to get rid of alcohol altogether I just wanted to be in control of when and how I do it mm-hmm. and if I do it and and not needing it because I'm trying to fix something mm-hmm. right it's more I'm enjoying it because I'm going out for a nice dinner with my husband and it's like it's like something that I just enjoy with my meal and I'm choosing to do it from a place of it's like I'm I want this and I'm making a good decision here not Mm -hmm. from a place of I need this because I'm stressed if that makes sense oh it for sure does and I grew up uh in a small town where drinking was a big part of our lives ever since I was a teenager and I think of all of the fun times like we had so many laughs and it was probably because I was like half in the bag the whole time. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, I and so I'm like, I, I feel like there's people who probably listen to this and they're like, Oh my God, you're so boring now. Like, why would you ever get rid of alcohol? And it's like, you know, I had many nights also that I went out and I had a really good time and I never drank a thing cause I was driving. And yeah. it's like, you know, there are ways that you can still have fun and still enjoy, but not drink. However, personally, I can't be around a lot of those people anymore because I don't want to, I don't want to surround myself with people who, um, are acting a certain way all the time or who don't have as many like amazing goals, um, as what I feel that I want in my life. So, and it's not that I don't like these people or it's not that I don't, um, want to be a part of their lives. Yeah. It's just, you know what? It's just, uh, it just feels better, you know, to do yeah. hang out with other people or to, you know, just create new relationships with people who, I don't know, have different values or different. I don't even want to say it like that. Cause maybe well, those people aren't drinking either anymore, but do you know, you know what I mean? I do. And, and to help you with that point, I think that there is a, a bit of protection and, and putting our, like, I know this is going to sound yeah. like this, but I need to put myself first. And if I feel vulnerable being around a bunch of people who are drinking and it's making me feel uncomfortable. Cause I feel like I'm going to make a decision that's not going to serve me. Then I'm going to choose to not participate in that just as like a self-preservation thing, you know, and until I feel like I, I, I can, or I'm comfortable with that. But yeah, I do think that things do shift. And in that book that we, you shared with me, it was that book quit like a woman uh, by Holly Whitaker, I think is her name you know, she talks about how that, you know, your, your social circle will shift when you stop, when you be, when you become a non-drinker is what she calls it. Like, you know, you don't classify yourself and you just either you drink alcohol or you're not drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and for me, I felt like because we're in quarantine and I'm not, um, having to be around, you know, like friends and groups and going out and stuff like that. I just felt like it was a lot easier of a, mm-hmm time for right now for me to be able to just test these waters and see how it works for me. But, um, yeah, it, it, it is, uh, it's an interesting place, but I'm, I, the thing with me is that it's not even necessarily, you know, whether I think I'll have fun or not, if I'm drinking or not drinking, I don't like wasting a day. And when I would have too much to drink, I would have a headache the next day. I would be groggy. I'd want to have a nap. I felt like crap. There's nothing I wanted to do. I was probably miserable to my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be honest. And all I wanted to do was go to bed by seven o'clock. And I just, I'm like, I look at everything that I want to accomplish in my life and the things that I want to do with my family and myself and like my business. And 
Like, I don't want to waste a day on the couch feeling like garbage. Totally. So that's just like, a, that's just like a thing. Like, I just feel like, oh, I'm over that. Yeah. Personal. Oh. I, I, I could not agree with more. I, I remember when I stopped drinking and it's so funny. I didn't even mean for this to be all about alcohol today, but you know what? Somebody, somebody obviously, obviously needs to hear this, whoever's listening. So this is meant for you out there. So listen up. Um, I remember when, uh, I first met Neil and we used to drink a lot. He was a partier and, and I was too, I was too. And, you know, we made the decision to stop during the week. So we love to go out for dinners and to buy dessert, to buy, you know, full, full course meals. And we made that conscious decision. So it just stopped, um, any drinking or any desserts during the week. And we would only do it on the weekend. And then it just mm-hmm. gradually shifted over the years. And now neither of us want to have alcohol. Like, I don't know the last time that he's had a drink, um, yeah. been months. And even for myself, like, uh, maybe, maybe two or three months ago, I had one drink. Like it's, 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 and I, I don't miss it at all. And like you said, you have the kombucha or something else fun. Do you have other things that you have done to help you, um, make better choices or anything you're like excited about to have other than the kombucha? Is there anything else you've been doing? Well, and there's some things that you've got me on, which I'm really, really loving. And well, one is there was something that you said to me. It was like, if you know, you're going to have a bad eating day or, you know, you're going to be indulging, make sure, you know, before that time, like, let's say you're going out for a big dinner and you're going to have some, you know, food that's going to be more rich and more calorie dense and all that kind of stuff is to load up on nutrients, you know, that day, like eat more nutrients so that your body is, you know, well fed and prepared, <laughs> you know, for the, the uh, onslaught of things that are going to come in that, that evening. And so that has just made me think about what I'm ingesting, you know, just even in the mornings, like what, what nutrients am I getting into my body right out of the, out of the, out of the gate so that, you know, if I do have some chips or something in the afternoon, or if I do have something that's bad for me later, I feel like I've done a good job of keeping my body, you know, healthy up until, you know, the treat or the thing. Um, so that one drink that um, you got me on the Purite, I'm loving that. I love the taste of it. I love how it's just got everything I need in like a couple scoops and I just throw up my shaker cup and away I go. Yep. Um, that's been really good. And um you know, I do have a regime, a vitamin regime that I started about six months ago that uh, my natural path got me on, which was, has been also very helpful. It's a lot of pills. I'm not going to lie. It's like intimidating every morning <laughs> to look at them all and take them in. But I know that they're all doing really good things for my body. Yeah. So I just suck it up and get them down. And again, uh, you weren't as consistent with that, right? You were like, no, uh, I'll, I'll leave yeah. it today it's making sure that I get those things in. And that's the thing, like hiring you as a coach, it's like, I know every week we have to get on the phone and we're going to be talking about what have I been doing? You know, how have I been feeling? And I don't want to get on that call and be like, Oh, you know what? I just, I didn't do it this week. Like that's just not the person that I want to be right. I'm not, that's not what I paid for. I paid to be leveling myself up and, and being better. So I, that accountability piece has just really helped keep me on track for things like taking the vitamins and not having the alcohol. And one of the other things you helped me with too, because here's what happens is you guys is like, if we had a glass of wine on Tuesday night, let's say I always use Tuesday as my wine night. I don't know what, whatever night of the week it ends up being. 
but what would happen is, is we'd have a glass of wine and then we'd look at each other and be like, I could go for some chips. And then before you know it, the all dressed chips are coming out and like, we've got kids, right? So they want them too. And like, we're all eating chips at like eight 39 o'clock at night, not a great habit. Yeah. And then I wonder why I'm putting on weight. Right. So you were like, okay, well, if you want the crunchy at in the evening, like you swap it out. So again, it's not like no, ch- no more chips. It's like, get rid of the chips and have blue corn, organic blue corn nacho chips with maybe a bit of salsa or some hummus. And like now the whole family's eating those. Like we've taken, we, our our chip drawer is now filled with like organic nachos or like, you know, quinoa puffs or something like that instead of having the ruffles and the salt and vinegar chips and all that kind of stuff. So it's just been simple shifts that have really made a huge difference. And doesn't that feel good knowing that you're, you know, you're still consuming something that tastes good and it's like, it's fun to enjoy it. Not that you should have it all the time, but it's like, doesn't it feel good knowing that you're actually putting a little bit of nutrients in your body rather than just like toxic fake food? Yeah. Well, that's what I've been thinking about. What's really, you know, going in my head now is, is what's going in my mouth is like, is this nourishing my body or is this harming my body? Mm -hmm. And it's something to really think about every time you're putting something in your mouth. Now, don't get me wrong. I have had some salt and vinegar chips in the last week. You know, I've had, you know, some, I had brownies on the weekend, you know, there's not like, it's not that it's all the time and I'm not being super restrictive. It's just, am I nourishing my body more than I'm putting things in it that are harming me? Exactly. And I also love feeling really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You don't realize how good it feels to feel good until you feel good. And, and you've been feeling like you've been looking at least like from the outside looking in, you look like you've been on fire, like doing great. And like, how is your business and other things going since you've, since you've been starting to shift your habits of your eating and your lifestyle? Yeah, it's actually been really good because the meditation part that you and I are accountability partners on now is the, the meditating every day has really cleared my mind and it allows for some really great insights to come in. So I've had a lot of shifts in the direction that I'm going this year. I've had some really great ideas that have come into play. Um, I'm actually a lot more clear on how I want to move on them. Uh, Normally my, my reaction is I get excited about something and I just start taking action, which isn't a bad thing, but it's usually not coming from a clear place. It's usually coming from a you know, just trying to get things done. And like my brain's just running hundred miles an hour. I feel like I'm more calm. I'm more collected. I'm more, you know, being more, um, just thinking things through a little bit better and just, yeah, I'm just, I just feel a lot more clarity in what I'm doing, which has been really helpful. And it just feels really good. I love that. I I've actually, I've seen that shift in you. I've actually recognized that. So that's, amazing that you're also feeling it too. Yeah. It's just easier to think. (laughs) It's easier. Like the the, the thoughts come easier. The flow is easier. I think, you know, you're, you're, you don't realize the connection between your gut health and your health and how you, uh, you know, show up mentally for your business and your life. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but brain fog is a real thing. 100% it's a real thing. And it can really limit you, stop you, create like bad energies. Like you said, stop you from getting in those, um, those thoughts of like what you want to create and what you want to do with your business and being really clear with that. So, so, and, and the energy that you put forward for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So that's it's not, it's not a rushed scarcity energy. It's more of a calm, like, how do I really want to approach this? What kind of, you know, cause one of the other things that I've really been thinking about is boundaries, you know, it's like, what have I been, uh, you know, just racing around, like catching my tail kind of thing. And, you know, that kind of energy. And instead of being like, okay, what is, what is my focus right now? What do I need to stop doing? Where do I need to like, you know, make some boundaries so that I can really work on this and get really super clear on where I'm going and, and make this happen kind of thing, which, you know, I've never really, I know, I, I don't know that there's a connection. I'm sure that there is where, but before when I was living the unhealthy lifestyle, I was just constantly like, Oh my God, I've got so many things to do. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, I, you know, just constantly just working to get things done. Yeah. And I feel like now I'm more like, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat more. Like I'm in control. I'm like, what am I doing today? What do I need to focus on? What, and everything seems to just be getting done, but not with a frantic energy. Oh my gosh. I love it. What a positive, a positive way to look at it. And also to move forward here in 2021. Um, this was, this has been great. I want to thank you for coming on today. Typically we have Dana here, Danny, Dana, um, Ruby Martin is on the show and she's, she, we're doing the homeschool thing. I know you are too. Uh, so things are busy. So having all of these, um, healthy habits, I think is going to be so helpful for so many people. Um, how, how is homeschool going for you guys though? It's not bad. Um, I have teenagers, so they're pretty self-sufficient and, um, my youngest is 10 and he's actually doing a really great job. It's like, he has his own office. We, cause my husband, and I both work from home, obviously I mean, most people are right now anyways, but we've always worked from home. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of fun. Ryan has his own little office and he's got his iPad and his headphones and he gets his desk already in the morning. And I always give him a kiss before I go into my office. And I'm like, have a good day. At, have a good day at the office, babe. <laughs> so it's kind of fun, but he's, he's doing really well. He's handling this stuff really, really good. So that's great. I that's can't great. complain. That's awesome. All right. Well, if you had one last thing to share with us, um, speaking to everybody who's listening to this, moving forward into the new year, maybe wanting to make some new healthy habits, what advice would you give people moving forward to creating that life that they want um, and finding more health in their life? I, my biggest tip would be to get some help like reach out to someone like Michelle or, you know, whoever it may be and, and just get, and I, when I say help, I, I mean, from like, get some accountability, get someone because it's you, it's, you don't realize how hard it is to break habits, um, on your own. And I've been trying to break this one, uh, the, the going for the wine when I, you know, when I was stressed or whatever, using it as a, as a tool to help relieve stuff for a long time. And it wasn't until I reached out and made myself be accountable to someone that has made the biggest impact for me. And because doing it on your own, it's, it's like, you've got yourself internal self chatter that can really, <laughs> it, it's louder. It's louder than you think. So having somebody there by your side saying you can do this and checking in, making sure that you're staying accountable to your goals has really been helpful for me. Amazing. Well, thank you for that. I'm so grateful for you and you're, you're such a great student. So it makes my job so much easier. <laughs> you have some good chats. <sighs> Absolutely. All right. Well, Shana, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And, uh, and I'm sure we'll have you on again sometime soon. Cause this has been fun. Yes, I'd love to. Thanks All so right. much for having me. And for everybody out there, please remember to keep shining your light and moving forward. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. 
I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.